Beauty and the Breakdown. Yeah, classic. So let go. Hi. I only knew I only knew about that song because Carrie Brothers' song "Blue Eyes" was on that soundtrack, and yeah. that song was on there. So I I got into all those songs on that soundtrack. Anyway, uh, so look at me. Got a new camera. Uh, broke down and bought a <laughs> Beauty and the Breakdown. Broke down and went to Amazon. Got a uh, little webcam here. Some in HD. Stands for hard dick. Oh, wow. Wow. Um, yeah, so I look pretty good. Yeah. Clarity. Clarity. Thanks. Physically. Um, well, you know. You know what? Well, I'm not going to lie. Physical touch is one of my love languages. So, I'd hate I'd hate crying that. I'd hate crying that. Wow. Because wow. <laughs> I feel like it would be if like, cause, you know, you know how we label things and then you're you're supposed to be disabled and I'm a black. And so if I hit you, it'd be a hate crime. Yeah, would that be a hate crime? Yeah, I think like in all crime, kind of a hate crime. Kind of like if you do something against somebody else, you're kind of hating, especially if you if you do it out of envy. So isn't it a hate crime? We're just saying. I'm going to have an album called Love Crime. It's like, oh, he choked me. I liked it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's what she would be saying. Yeah. Yeah. Asphyxiation. All right. So the the next thing that we got to do for you is is, um, get some some more lighting. Because you you see what's going on here, right? You see the shadow on me, right? So all this, all this is what you need. All this here, your playground. All this here, your playground. All this here, your playground. So, so, comedy jam. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, so you see how you see how you got that the the lighting on the the edge lighting. You see, I'm I'm getting edged on my left side. Oh, wow, you're getting getting edged. edged. I'm getting edged real hard, like wow, real hard. Like, um, so one thing that I did this week was. I'm trying to work on mastering uh, lighting for photography okay. and just for plus I have I'm aspiring to film like documentary style stuff and I want to have like that really cool lighting that people have in the documentaries when they're when they're talking about shit. Um, I've been watching a lot of documentaries and just seeing how they when they do the interviews how how they light up stuff and and, and so and that and then and then for 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 photography, that's exactly what I want to do. Because we're filming some stuff this week and next week. So I'm really trying to just get a submerge or immerse myself in this beautiful, wonderful thing called art. And as I put on my John Malkovich voice, I am so inspired now. So inspired. What the heck? Okay. Look, y'all. Look. Let me tell y'all something. So luckily we have audio. And for those of y'all who can't not watch us on Instagram, well, at least you have our beautiful voices. You have our Morgan Freemans and uh, Simon Birch. Yeah, thanks. (laughs) I don't get what what, what, it's literally turning the, the camera off. 
Huh. And she's going like, oh yeah, show the camera on that. So is it on, is it battery powered? Is it, or is it plugged into your? No, it's plugged into the USB. Hmm. Unless it's you, hang on. Well, this is interesting. Okay. Unless it's just sucking power. Maybe it's just, maybe it's just sucking power, feeble. Um, you sent me a video. Yeah. Oh, yeah. By yeah. it's like hanger. He's clinger. First of all, it's, it's there. There are two. There are two channels that we I think we really really like the most. I mean, there's a few, but there's two channels that usually stick out when it comes to a lot of things that we talk about. And one is the Islanger. Obviously, he's German. And then the other one mm-hmm. is uh, Academy of Ideas. And it's mainly that because one just rolls we, off the tongue. Okay. Yeah, Academy of Ideas rolls off the tongue. We love both those channels because the way that one the way that they put together their videos and then the way that they really just and and then even voice voice wise i like the guy from academy of ideas um because i really sometimes when you try to visually match a face with the person and it never comes out the way that you think it is but i see this guy as i i I want i i believe he's canadian maybe he sounds like he's canadian um and then i i i'm expecting him to be and this is my sort of way of seeing somebody biasly and in a prejudiced manner to see whether or not it actually matches. I'm thinking that he's really skinny and pale. And for all I know, he could be of Indian descent, <laughs> right? He could be. I think, I think he has like brownish like light brown to dark brown hair. Um, okay. He might actually wear glasses, but then now that's being really, really, really subjective because just because he's spitting out some hardcore psychological and philosophical shit doesn't mean that he's got to look like that. So this is my own bias based on probably shit that I grew up in a society believing that was reality and that was supposed to be true. You think of a nerd and you're, you you suspect glasses, of course. You suspect he can't dress like other people. You suspect like, an, like okay, if you're a black, okay, if you're a black, you, you suspect a Steve Urkel type. If, if you're <laughs> white, you suspect somebody to be in suspenders, pretty much Steve Urkel, but without the plaid most likely a, a white shirt what my question is what does this have to do with the video at all well i'm getting there oh okay. i'm getting there because I, I was talking about the guys that create the, these videos we'll okay. get to the video I'm, I'm scratching the surface i'm kind of okay. tweaking the nipple before i fully penetrate bear with me so there see now i now i kind of have to segue into it god damn it See, you see how you manipulated me? Anyway, and I should let go of it. But this this video was something that you and I talk about a lot anyway. And it's a practice, uh, it's a daily practice because you have to remind yourself not to hold on to certain things, especially when it comes to emotional shit. And we're talking about things positive and negative. This is overall shit 
It's like, yo, if you dwell, if you, and I, I, I always feel like to summarize the video, it's like, if you dwell in the past or future, then you're missing what's right in front of you. You're missing the moment. And so even like happiness should be momentary. So should anger or sadness or all, all the positive emotions should be momentary. It should remind you of something. And I think that's what it, emotions are the tool for, to remind you of something. But you have to be able to literally just, okay, let it go. Mm-hmm. Because if you try to drag it into something else that it's not, then you you set yourself up for suffering. Yeah, well, yeah, the, the, the main focus of the video was holding on to grudges. Yeah. And it, it, just with anything, it's, it is, it's, it's just holding on to an emotion and they focus on the ways that people typically deal with grudges and, you know, one of them being people want to seek revenge and to get the other person, the offending, uh, you know, well, depending on what side you're on, uh, whoever offended you, you want them to feel the same way you did. Here's the interesting thing about that. I wonder how often revenge ever actually works because knowing that people, well, if you think clearly through it, People don't think like you do. They don't have the same viewpoints, attachments, mm-hmm. history, anything. Why would we think that doing the same thing to them will have the same effect? Right. It's almost like if someone shows you affection in some kind of way. Yeah, I was. You may to... like that, and then you may not like that. Yeah. It's the same with other people. You may do what you like to them. You know, and then maybe they don't like, you know, fucking yeah. vice cramps put on their nipples. You know, like, I don't know. yo, this this that's that's an interesting point because when you were bringing up the topic of grudges, I remember telling a client that if you see things in in, in a sort of in a in a new in a neutral way, you can see the positive and negative in anything. So even in grudges, I I look at words not as black or white, but as potential, which means that if a a word is seen as something in particular, where we sort of agree that it is, we have to also understand that that a word, words in in themselves are technology. Language is technology. And with, with technology, there will always be positive and negative to it. Whereas if somebody shoot you most likely is going to start off as negative if you recover it's positive but that's more objective whereas words and other technologies are subjective so with that said grudges i i see as a positive and a negative when somebody holds a grudge it could be also the same as love Mm-hmm. especially and it's it, to me it is the attitude of love because the opposite of love is hate and that you when you hate somebody or something that's exactly what you're doing you're actually showing that you are 
you are giving that particular thing power or energy, whatever you want to call it. Because some people don't like to hear you're giving it power. Well, fine. You're giving it energy. Yep. Power is just, a, again, power is energy. Duh. But a lot of people don't want to hear that when I've explained that to them. But that's exactly what you're doing. You're, yeah. you're putting energy into something, whereas you could let it go. You could yeah. say that I'm not going to give this energy. And I, a few years ago, I came up with this, I, this idea of how we see energy, especially with, uh, with, the, with Newton's law, energy cannot be created or destroyed, only changed in form. So mm -hmm. with that said, there's positive energy, there's negative energy, and there's potential. Potential is in the middle. Yeah. When you recognize that everything is both, then you give yourself the option on how you want to see it, what your perception on something is. But if you don't recognize that, then you think, then you suffer in life because you don't recognize that you have the opportunity to change the way that you see something subjectively. You're the, 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 the whole idea that we are living in an objective reality, the subjective makes it the story. That's very deep. The subjective is actual, actually the story, because if everything is, if the moment is actual, where the moment needs no explaining, then the past and the future are the subjective point of views that give the objective some more substance. Because it, we, we, we all as human beings see every single day the same shit, but our interpretation of that shit is completely different. Not completely different, but but yeah, it'll vary. That, yeah. that you just made me have some sort of epiphany here. Is that couldn't we say with some truth that holy shit? <laughs> we need the time when this is happening. Sorry, guys, for those who are listening, his video just cut out again. And so, uh, oh, he's back on. He's back I don't on. know. I, I mean, maybe because I'm plugged into a USB hub. I don't know. No, no. I mean, I don't know. I got all these devices. Anyway, <laughs> we'll figure that out for next time. Uh, this is fun. Chaos. It is. But um, see, we make order out of, you know it. Shit. God, well, at least it doesn't cut my audio out. Exactly. True. That's the um, So, if you think about it, when we talk about being present, mm -hmm. let's talk about this. So, if present is the only thing that exists, right? Mm-hmm. Check this out. I'm about to throw you. This is nuts. Give it to me. The present is the only thing that is objective. Bars. Everything that, yeah, outside of yeah. that. Everything outside of that is subjective. What you think about the future. What you think about the past. How you like. I could just go back even an hour ago and just go. Oh well, when the Amazon delivery person delivered, like I didn't like the way she said. Like, but Yo. then when you're in the moment. You're, if you're, if you're just there, you're uh -huh. just there. It's objective. That's the truth. I got a so, story to tell you. Go ahead. So Keep the going. present is the only truth. So then everything else. So that's why, that's why even 
in that video talking about, you know, grudges and things. A lot of that is because of something we talked about like a week ago was expectations yep. and things and like that because and assumptions. Yes. Go back to for the four agreements. Mm -hmm. So, and those are all things that are outside of the present moment too. So, because in the, in the moment you see what's going on, there's no room for interpretation, but then, you know, I mean, there, there could be, actually there couldn't be. Think about that. There can't be. Because even if it's not what you think it is, at that moment it is. It, yeah. Wow. Whoa. Yeah, and that's uh, oh, so so and I think uh you you made it. So, I'm going to tell you a story of what happened a few hours ago. Uh, as a matter of fact, at 1 o'clock. Did it really happen? Okay. Between 1 o'clock and 2 o'clock. That's okay. No, no. Sorry. 12 o'clock and one o'clock. So I'm training a client and well, I'm not even training her yet. I walk in and you know, the, the formal shit, how are you doing? When I asked her that, I also had the realization based on her response mm -hmm. after she asked me how I'm doing. So I asked how she was doing. And she was like, oh, and then she told me all these things that, that happened, happened. Okay. So yep. she asked me, and here's what I said. At the moment, I'm wonderful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the moment, I'm wonderful. And then we had this conversation about how we use the technology of language. And that's the conundrum. And that was another word that was used back back in the past not in that particular session but in another section session so i i told her well we had this conversation about isn't it interesting how we ask how are you when that particular phrase makes no sense it makes no sense to ask how somebody is how are you? Yeah, because like, I don't know how. How am I? Right. And, how are and, you? Like, how well, is anything? Exactly. How? Because what you now you're bringing up something that now I'm having another epiphany on that layer. The the sort of metaphoric, yeah, the existential and metaphoric way of I said metaphoric metaphoric way yeah, right. of thinking about it. So all right, let me let me yeah. let me. I'm gonna start from your layer and then work my way back down. So. How are you is the question of, of life in itself, the, uh, the question of existence. So that's one thing that we should sort of not ask. But in the moment, what we need to understand is when you ask how is somebody, you're not asking how they are in this moment because you can see how they are in this moment. You can you can physically see how they are in this moment. You might not necessarily be able to see them. No, no, I'm not going to say that. You can also emotionally see how they are in that moment if you truly pay attention, because you know when something's you can you can put it into two categories, right or wrong, and you know when something is sort of right ish 
or wrong-ish. And I say the ish part mainly because what's right to you might not necessarily be right to them. And how somebody, how somebody is, for instance, somebody can be completely like joyous and happy and shit, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they're really joyous and happy. They could be putting on a front, they could be on a manic stage, all different variables. But like you said, in this moment, this is what it is, which means that it needs no, it, it needs no defining. And that's the, that's the weird thing that we do with language is we define not the now, but the past and the future. How are you? No, you really want to say, how were you? How were you since the last time I saw you? Is really what you want to say. Right. That's what we talked about. That's what she and I talked about. And it was a, it was a great conversation because it's like, we do that shit as human beings. Like, you're not at, you're not, you don't, you don't need to know how I am right now because you're in my presence. I know how you are. You're present. That's all that matters. Like you're, you're right there. Yeah. Dead. You're right there. I like the idea though of, of how are you and be like I don't, I don't know how did any of this get here. <laughs> right. Like I have no idea how I came about, or even how my <laughs> parents came about. I don't even know get, these motherfuckers are my parents for real. Just see how optimistic people are, are and go. How are you gonna be? That's an amazing thing. How do you feel like you might be in the in the how next you, hour? How are you or gonna so? be? Yeah. That's how, yo. I, imagine if we were that detail. <laughs> so you know, someone, uh, you know, and pe- a lot of people encounter this, and I've encountered this, and I found a way to offset it. Offset. There's, well, there's offset. <laughs> there's two two ways you can do it. One interesting thing is. Uh, Alan Wadsworth always talk about when someone, he said to do the opposite. So he said when someone asks you a serious question, ask them like a ridiculous one, like just some weird absurd. And if they ask you an absurd question, ask them a very deep philosophical question. Um, but another thing tactic I found, because there is a, there is a common uh, human habit of people to call or when you meet up with them they tend to just complain tell you all these negatives that, oh this happened to me yep. and then that happened to yeah, me yeah that's usually then, what uh, we look for and then it's, that and then yeah, that yeah right but but here's what here's what i do you do that shit once you, yeah oh yeah 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 and i do that to you but but i yes but i also realize that when it is being done to me what i do is what I should do instead of what I do in complaining. Yeah. Is I got a phone call recently and you know, it's it's someone I'm used to that talk about just pretty much negative stuff. And they go, Well, well how have you been? I go, actually, you know, shit's been really good. And I t- basically I made a point to highlight all the positives that I chose to see over the past several days. And it it's really interesting because it just, I, I felt like it kind of diffused the situation a little bit. Cause it was like, I don't want to just keep talking about negative yeah. things. I mean, like I said, I know I'm guilty of it. That's part of this podcast is we yeah, admit we, our own we shit. Hash out our shit yeah. Yes. So I do do that on occasion. You do I do do that. We but I'm working do. on eliminating that. 
Ah, like see, there's a digital ah. aspect. Oh, shit. Bars. I'm trying to play shit. Oh, see? Oh, triple bar. See, you, you just did a hove right there. It's like you said the same line in like four different ways. And then that's, that's a verse. That could be a verse. Okay, uh, this is a segue. I'm sorry, but hey, this is what we do on our podcast. Because I do I do respect um, artists that see life in the layers. And I guess it's not really a segue because this is exactly what we've been what we're talking about as far as like being able to let go, be, but also just being able to accept certain things for what they are, but also understanding that there is opportunity for them to be something other than what they are and something that you might anticipate them to be. And then if if you it's it's optimism without being so naive that you're willing to, to just take whatever, because then you just like nobody needs to just con- just continue to play with you because then nobody wants you. It's like if everybody had a slinky, slinkies wouldn't be fun because everybody has a toilet, but not everybody likes to take a shit. But I do, and I know you do. I enjoy it. This is fun. Um. Yeah. And that yeah. was a layer in itself. That's oh, one I thing see. that I like to do when when we have these podcasts. I know there are times that I can go off on a rant, and then people are like, "You don't make any sense." But let me Kanye, let me Kanye the the shit exactly because I will Mm. pull, I will, I will literally pull bubble gum out of the shit that I talk, but then I'll make it pop and I'll still Mm. make it chewable and enjoyable because you will get something out of it. It's like memes. That's really what it is. It's like, sometimes you got to just create memes. Sometimes you just throw shit out there. Things don't always have to be structured. We know how to make order out of chaos. And sometimes that's what we have to do. That's right, Chuck. <laughs> there's many layers in what we just said. Yeah. Yes, this so Yeah, that, that's this true. Is, this is gonna be so, this is so far this is really, really fun. Because like we've introduced one, we started off introducing like new things. We lighting, we got new webcam and shit. Um I don't know, I got my dick pierced. I didn't. It just sounded yeah, good, yeah. <laughs> but, but, but like I'm about to, I'm yeah. about to, I'm about to, like I'm about to film some cool shit, and I'm I might fancy, yeah. It's, a lot of stuff is about to happen, but the only reason why any of this stuff is happening is because, and this our podcast is to give you practice into the things that you fear. That is our yeah. podcast. It's to give you yeah. practice into the things that you fear. Let us go out and do the shit. And let us be the minority that go out and do the shit that you feel like you can't do. So if you're just like regular and and just normal person, doesn't matter what race you are, doesn't matter what complexion you are, you can you you guys can do all those label shits. But what we on this podcast like to do is say all right, whatever you said that that is hard, it, it's only because you choose to limit yourself from expanding to 
what could be more than what that is. And even in what we just talked about earlier, understand the moment for what you perceive it to be. This is how we pretty much analyze this shit. Boom. So if, so if this shit is uncomfortable to you, let it be uncomfortable. Now, after that, know that there's a positive and a negative to that particular moment that it was. So when you future or past it, here's what you need to do. You need to see, you need to ask the question why. Why was this how I felt about this at that moment? The next thing that you need to do is know that there is something positive in this and there is also something negative in this. How did I see it from the start? And then you can you can trace the path of exactly, all right, let me figure this shit out. So if it was negative, let me let me master that part because that's what I went to first. And then now let me see exactly what it takes for it to look like the opposite. That way, you're very well nurtured in that particular event, moment, whatever. Same thing for if, if, if the, you see something positive first. Oh, this is a happy moment. Look at the sky. Well, also understand the negative of, 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 of that. If it's the sky that you just looked at and be like, look how beautiful it is. Also know all the particles and things that are coming out of it, all the toxins that are coming out of it that you're ingesting as you look up just just naively into the sky and understand that you're probably being you're being hit with so many free radicals that it's just killing your body and putting you closer to the demise of your whole structure (laughs) now so cheerily but yes but understand that your energy you can't be created or destroyed only changed in form. Think about it. Every single bit and piece that you and I are is not new at all. It's been here for a long time. Exactly. Well, it's been here since the beginning then. Exactly. It's always been here. Yeah, when we come out, we come out of the universe. Right. I think think energy-wise, too, if we want to talk about polarity and things of that nature, we were talking about negative and positive because I've, I've been on both sides of this coin. So I see both sides of it. And when I grew up in a environment that was very negative focused, mm-hmm. it was very, be careful. This could hurt you. This could kill you. This could, you know, get you in trouble. This could, this could, this could, you know, all this, catastrophizing it's one of my favorite words but it was a lot of that but what i noticed was how negative of a life that results in because if you're fearful of everything mm-hmm. just by being scared of what could happen you don't live but when you take a chance This is why I think a lot of people aren't optimistic or positive because I think they're um, cynical and pessimistic. It's almost like that nihilistic point of view where it's like, oh, well, shit doesn't matter anyway. It's a fucked up way to live. But then again, I've been on all sides. It's an easy way to live, though. 
Right. It is, it is because we talked about it a million times before is that it leaves you not having obligations. Yeah. That's why it's easy. Yeah. So if you're like, fuck everything, then you don't have to try. Right. Because you're like, well, it doesn't matter anyway. It's like, well, maybe it does. And maybe it does. So when you, you know, it's almost like two people looking at the same sculpture mm-hmm. or something. Like somebody can look at his, okay, perfect example, nature. The other night there was a crazy storm in Atlanta. Huge storm. I had all my lights off. It was badass. Like, yeah. The lightning and everything. There's people that hate storms. I used to hate it when I was a kid. Yep, me too. And now that I'm older, I'm like, this is a beautiful, like, <laughs> Yo, it's one of the most real. beautiful things. It is. And by the way, it so is. Even people tornadoes. Say, well, it's, and there are like, people who could say, well, isn't it destructive? It is. It can be. But everything has the potential to be. There's order and chaos. It's like, it's like the sun. The sun's pretty you know it's like it shines like i like waking up in my new place sun comes up in my windows mm-hmm. and i'll sit drink tea basking in the sun mm-hmm. but you take away the fucking atmosphere right take away the atmosphere <laughs> allow the so fucking, allow the electromagnetic storms to just like allow the the sunburst to just like jizz all over your face and see how long you last yeah not gonna be pretty so it is it is this precarious balance of he used the big word the yeah look at that the uh, <laughs> chaos and order of those things so those things have to coexist yeah but it but you you do have a choice on which to see and i think that well i don't think once again that goes back to our whole philosophy of everything, yeah. which is in the middle of there is going to be chaos, but there is going to be balance, like and and, and flow, chaos and flow. I um, wonder. Go ahead. No, keep going. Keep going. I want to. No, I mean that's that's really all I had to say. Because okay. I, so I, I think wonder, you, have a, you have a choice in this. I wonder if um, there's certain things in life that when we think of sort of sim- things that are symbolic that we feel were sort of placed in our path so that we can believe that what we're creating as far as our path is the is the quote unquote, who am I quoting when I say, is the right way to approach something. And I mm-hmm. I think about certain songs or certain things in my past, this is when you visit the past purposely to see if the moment itself is what you should follow or whether or not you should choose your own adventure or a different adventure. But the the things in the middle, in the middle. So as you were talking, I remembered Moni Love. Now, I actually got to be on stage with Moni Love here on this island. She might not remember that shit, but I remember that shit because I always had a crush on Moni, on Moni Love. Mm-hmm. And she looks even better now. Oh, wow. Um, but I always had, yeah. But 
and I, I think it wasn't because of, yeah, visually she was, I mean, when I was a kid growing up and I was like, yo, she's fine as fuck. But also her flow was different. And so I think about certain people that I used to gravitate towards as far as inspiration. And they were always different. They were always like, I saw things that were on the surface that seemed to be the normalcy. And then I saw those that went outside that. And I always looked towards that. And I felt like myself in the way that I perceive life is always root for the underdog because everybody has already accepted what is or subjectively what is. Mm. So always root for the underdog because then you know what's coming without everybody else know, knowing what's coming. Well, I, I think I think what it, it is is re- not even really rewarding, but observing. Yeah. Someone's transformation. Yeah. And being able to take one thing and transform it. Right. What, by the way, the transformation of energy. And not everyone can do it. It takes energy to transform energy. Exactly. Exactly. You have to do something in order for something different to happen. And different right. means you, that you recognize that. And think about it. Different only means that you're. if you see something as something, then the different is that you're saying that, all right, you're recognizing it. You're actually recognizing it for what it is. And then you're trying to do whatever you can to see the opposite subconsciously. Whereas you and I are talking about consciously look for the other side of something. Consciously be recognize that there are two sides to everything, but there's also the middle side. And the middle side gives you the opportunity to see that there are two sides. But most of us don't stay in the middle. Most of us and, and and what we're talking about is recognizing that what's in front of you and how you perceive it isn't truth. It just is a subjective truth. And then what you can do is recognize how you felt about this particular moment and then try to see how the other half of it would be. Try to see how the experience of the other half would be. That that that's the whole thing of of how of even why we created this podcast is we want you to see both sides to understand that if things are going a particular way, it's not always going to be that way. But also, I don't. I mean, just to clarify, I still haven't gotten to to my point. Oh, the the point of when I talked about Moni Love was. I always sometimes and you and I have talked about this. Sometimes we feel like life is scripted. And sometimes things are given to you or put out to you because life is scripted. So I think of Moni Love and and I think about women that I'm attracted to. And not only was I attracted to Moni Love, but I was attracted to her point of view in, in, in the song that everybody knows her for. Moni in the middle. In the middle. Where's she at? In the middle. <laughs> yep. Yeah. 
Like I loved her flow. Her flow was, it was rapid. She was the, she was the first rapper that I knew that spit rapid rap. And it wasn't even double time yet. And then it was, uh, um, what's the three girls? Uh, uh, the supersonic girls. Uh, um, is that what, was that what their name was? And I'm just on know. some dumb shit. Supersonic, supersonic. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's what I was attracted to. And for a long time, I was attracted to just, I understood rap for what it was as far as the flow. But then when somebody introduced something new, I was like, oh, that shit is fire. Now, I was always somebody that followed new shit. Whereas there are, because I'm not stubborn. I'm a, I'm an opportunist as well as an optimist. I want to Opportun- opportunist. I'm an opportunist. Should be is that is that our title? I think it's opportunist. Opportunist. Yeah. That's our title. God damn, it's hard to say. Opportunist. Opportunist. To opportunist. No, it's, it's not that hard. Opportunist. Okay. I like that. Um. Right. Yeah. But yeah, I so, mean, go ahead. Well, the every we are looking and working to eliminate, actually, even admitting or not even admitting, but observing that there are sides. There are no sides. Right. There are all these these directions. There's always a middle way. But the thing is, once you take a fork in the road, there's still a middle way. So when people say, oh, what if I, so it's like when you get scared of making a choice. Okay. We talked about it today. I trip about buying things, which is weird. Cause when I was younger, I just blew money like an idiot, but the older I get, I get, I'm, I get tight with things. And I was even nervous about purchasing a webcam. Now is it because I can't afford one. Of course not. It's, it's really this thing of where I don't trust and see the middle road that every, even though I've worked for myself my whole life, I've always found a way. Mm. I've never been in such a desperate situation where things didn't work out. Yet I find myself always leaning this one way. Do you know Mm. what I mean? Yeah. As far as like, like everything's good now. But I, I need to get this thing. Ooh, like, I don't know. I need to pinch pennies. It's like, it's, it's I, it, by the way, and talk about even grudges, holding on to things. I'm holding on to the survival uh, lifestyle yeah. that I grew up with, that I was taught, that I was embedded with, was, you know, everything's always going to be tough. Um, you got to watch this, watch that, watch that. And just be cautious, you know. Um, obviously, there's times I threw caution to the wind. I think I fight. I think I, I, I think I have these two sides to me. Mm-hmm. And what I fail to see is I have the two sides, but I think they're very extreme, if that makes sense. Where it's like, I'll be very conservative. I don't mean politically. We're not starting that shit. I'll be very uptight about one thing. Mm-hmm. But on the other side, I'll be like, fuck it. And, you know, throw caution to the wind. To where it's like, because people will go, wait, so 
you, you know, we always go back to this, but it's a good example. So you, you know, you moved to Philadelphia with no plans and no place to live. Yeah. Why? I, I just thought I could do it. But yeah, but you're scared to like spend, you know, a hundred dollars on something even as a grown adult. Cause you're like, Ooh, gotta be careful. Don't want to, you know, that's the weird thing about it. Yeah. But do you recognize why that is? Yes. I know you do. Yeah. Cause think about because, it based on, based on what you're doing now, you have consistency. And I think life needs rep. I think when we get scared, it's because when something is unknown, we don't know whether or not we can repeat it. So life needs repetition in order to like, to, to be secure with some shit. It's but like, that, I need to know that I'm a, getting up and fucking something every day. And fucking something is a metaphor. Yeah. But yeah, that's false security. That's it false. It, 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 that, totally, that, yeah. that, that becomes that, expectation. What I just said made so, so much more sense because yeah, you, especially for guys, we don't know. Women can get pussy whenever they want or, or get dick whenever they want. But men, men, I feel like it's harder for men to just like, I'm going to wake up. I'm going to get some pussy today. Unless, and think about it as, as just as a man, I'm not even talking about if you have money, I'm talking about just as a man, whereas women, men can easily, and this is my perception. This is my own subjective perception is men can easily like put themselves in front of vagina. Doesn't mean that they're going to get it. Whereas women can get dick anytime that they want or vagina anytime that they want. It might be harder in the vagina world if you're a woman, but in the dick world, mad easy. Because dudes will fuck every... Dudes are optimistic about pussy when it comes to heterosexual dudes. I don't know the world of, of, of like gay, but I do know that heterosexual dudes, heterosexual women... You have options. You have options. Okay. You have options. <laughs> okay. It's just it's just when you decide that, uh, yeah, I'm gonna limit my options. And we do that shit. We do that shit in the society. And we do that sh- this is one subject. We do that shit in race. <laughs> well, but that but that's what I was alluding to earlier, and this is why this is why people are so lost or well they're not lost but they think they they think that they're lost they're yes well they yeah well they're seeing comfort in this black and white thing where there are all these other options that are open to them and people just decide not to take them so i i don't know i mean we could i think people could uh you know, let go of shit. Let go of shit. Try something new. I right, we need to start doing that. We need maybe on the next pod. Let's start talking about things we're we're scared of, and then we need to hold each other in check. Yes. And try yes, those let's things. do that. Yes. Fear, are you guys fear. are you guys willing to go go with that? Put your dicks out and your vaginas out. Because I know there's or... there's a lot of dicks and vaginas that watch our show or listen to our show. I, I just want I, I just want to know what 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 comes out of you. What are you scared of? Exactly. But don't be scared. Don't be scared. Just stay. Stay young.